Hi, I'm Bryce. And I'm Jimmy. We are telecom and creative professionals. We're also fans of podcasting as our respective careers give us an abundance of windshield time. While there is a podcast for just about any obscure topic you can think of, there was no regular podcast pertaining to Montana politics. And that is why with our combined powers, we are Montana Voices Podcast. We strive to be an independent voice for all issues pertaining to Montanans and Montana politics. We also strive to be very forthcoming with our personal biases as we attempt to see beyond them. Montana Voices Podcast does not operate in a vacuum. We need your support. Whether that be listening to our cast, providing us feedback, sending us conversation topics, sharing our content, or providing financial support. We look forward to a long career in podcasting with your added assistance. Well, welcome to episode 43, GarageCast or Fisher Price Cast. It's great to be here. Uh, Going through business real quick here. Probably already at our website to listen to this, but if not, montanavoicespodcast.com. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, you'd like to be on the cast, hit us up, montanavoices at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at Montana underscore voices. Facebook account is at Montana Voices Podcast. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube by searching Montana Voices Podcast. And as indicated in our last cast, there's one platform we're not on. <laughs> Spotify. Yeah. Still not on. Considering options here, we'll see how much money they toss. Us. If Joe Rogan's able to get $100 million, we should be, at least be able to get $1 million. Speaking of Joe Rogan, uh, I mean, Spotify has gotten themselves in the hot water. Half their crew is having an in-house strike over Joe Rogan. Uh, I guess something about the, uh, the trans people. He's made comments about that in the past. And that makes Spotify uncomfortable. Maybe. Um, maybe listen to his cast before you give him uh, how many millions of dollars? Well, I mean, yeah, he's uh, made... I mean, I thought everyone knew about that. Well, I think would be okay with that going into it because, I mean, that was kind of a big deal when he did that. I thought he... Uh, he took some flack. He was in the news about it, but finding all the things he says and all the contradictory things he maybe says... Maybe they put it in the contract. They're like, look, man, you can come over, but you know, these are the off-limits terms that you can't talk inside your little spaceship in Texas now, right? <laughs> well, that's, so. that's a censorship. They actually removed several of his episodes because of it, and... Now, Rogan's unhappy about it because he doesn't like being censored, Wait, on, even on, if he's wrong. Is this on YouTube or is this on, on Spotify? Spotify? They still do the little clips on YouTube, and then there's also we gray have, market stuff on YouTube. Gray market. <laughs> what, um, what episode got uh, pulled off? Uh, I think it was the ones where he was complaining about uh, trans Olympic athletes. Oh, okay. Well, that is definitely one you're going to see a ton of gray market uploads of, though, because the internet has to forget. Never forgets. And if you ask him to forget, oh, it'll double never forget. We're going we're gonna to remember even harder now. Never forget. So we have a commitment here. All of our episodes in their entirety, unedited, of whatever opinion. Ah, imagine, 10 years in the future, will we look back at this and have, be cringy at the comments we've made here? You know, I can't think of any good YouTube or uh, podcast in general that started out on episode one or earlier that were good. They're all terrible to start out with. Have you ever watched the first Joe Rogan ones? I have. I mean, I mean they're just... It was in its infancy. They're cringy, but on top of that, it's like a Zoom meeting that, uh, you know, before Zoom existed even. So it's just like over a really horrible webcam, over a really terrible bandwidth connection. And uh, it didn't even feel like it was a podcast. It was just him and his pals on there just making stupid comments to each other. Stupid comments, smoking weed. Maybe that's what podcasts kind of are in general, but, you know, that's not the point here. 
All right, well, let's uh, review our old news here. We got the uh, racist lake we talked about last episode, something about Danes, the Greens being out, uh, the film ranch we talked about rail. We're going to talk about rail again because it's back in the news. Long uh, live the rail line. Yeah, Bozeman was and is on fire. Still? I believe so. Jeez. Now, these fires are particularly not good. We're casting from uh, central Montana today, but in western Montana, where I'm from, it's uh, I could write my name on the hood of my car in ash. Yeah, things are not good over there. Things are on fire. Uh, make sure you water your lawns. Uh, let's see. We talked about the Great Falls NDO fail. Uh, they We'll uh, talk more on that later because yeah, we'll get into that one. they had to have a meeting to discuss whether they were going to discuss the NDO, but, ironically. But if you want to build a church next to a bar, that, that gets the green light right away. Yeah, we can do that. Well, yeah, apparently it's Montana law. 600 feet, you can't uh, issue liquor licenses within 600 feet of a uh, church or worship facility. But Great Falls is completely okay with that. Which is funny that they wouldn't just have like a grandfathered clause of like pre-established bars in this case. Instead, well, they're just, you know, we're just going to remove that. The concern was future bars. So, so there is a grandfather clause. I see. But they When's will, the strip club get added into that clause? Is there a strip club downtown? There's still a playground. But, like, that's the only one that's no, I'm saying you should have one downtown. Exist. You can get the qualityest toothless uh, whoever's up there. Uh, well, I mean, wow, that's derogatory. Downtown Great Falls. I <laughs> think that we have better people here than that. Have you but, not been downtown recently? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would encourage you to support small business, but there's, as far as I know, nothing. Yeah. Great in downtown Great Falls? Downtown Great Falls. Uh, yeah, Kenny Masterpiece is still there. You still have uh, Cahoots Tea. Uh, you have Tracy's down there. Oh, Tracy's is reopened. I'll, I've been meaning to visit that. Yeah, you got Tracy's. What else you got down there? Um, the Dragonfly Place. Yeah, Dry Goods. There you go. Jack's Pet Center if you want to oh, feel horrible Jack. about yourself for a day. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. The Fifth Street Diner closed down next to Dragonfly Dry Goods, but, you know. We discussed that in the previous case. Yeah, yeah. So we don't need to get into that one again. Um, let's see. Stranger Things, I believe, is down there now. Oh, they've been down there for a yeah, long time. For quite a while. There's uh, the Sip and Dip. You can go down the O'Hare. Um, so Clark and Louise, there's a pawn shop across the street as well. Several. Several on that same block. Yeah, there's a couple good pawn shops in the area. Um, what else? You have Perkins you can get food at. It's good. That's good barely downtown. That is downtown. All right. Is Smoked downtown? Yes. Well, it's on the one way that bypasses if downtown. If I can see the buildings, it's downtown. All right. Knickerbiker apparently moved over to 10th. Really? Yeah, I saw a sign for him up there. Wow. Well, yeah. You know, now that you mentioned it, I think I didn't see somebody else was in that uh, little shop area that they were in at the end of second. Well, maybe this will uh, be a segue into one of our topics here. It's real quick. Uh, we talked about the ransomware. Uh, that went, uh, that happened. The VP. It did. Confirmed. Confirmed. Ransomware. What a time for uh, Great Falls High. I understand they're closed at the moment. Still, gosh, they yeah. had a few. New, they had a few new cases. Oh, I mean, gosh, there's no way we could have seen this coming. No, this and to think that you know we sent in those janitors to you know do their due diligence to clean the place again over the weekend, and then the town just raged over the fact we had to pay them overtime to do so, and it was like, well, you know, we gotta do what we can here because. Well, why don't you guys come over here and sanitize? Exactly. And then it was like, all right, kids, open up. It's all safe now. And then sure enough, um, 
So somebody else coughed in somebody else's mouth, and then here we are. Yeah, um, and also the ransomware has sort of crippled their email and online learning systems. Has that been resolved? Slightly. Uh, from what I've seen, uh, like lower grades, elementary level stuff, that seems to be still working now. And then I believe I've been told that like Moodle is working and such. As, but um, mainly I think that the concern was like the internal operation stuff and then like their active directory things i don't know i'm not getting into it i know nothing about the stuff i'm not what's an what's a directory active <laughs> who knows well i didn't want to have a great falls cast but uh it's an inactive directory inactive well since we're both in great falls at the moment i'll just dox our location of where we temporary studio is uh in our travels but uh, I guess this will be a lot about this town. Uh, we talked about the VP, which is past tense, because he uh, came and left. That was about it. No news there. And speaking of the VP, he really hates mail-in votes. That was also discussed as well. Yeah, and uh, I'm absentee. Send it in. Mailing it in. Well, I'm told there's a difference between absentee and mail-in voting. I don't understand That's why what you it should is. all <laughs> register as absentee, and then it won't matter. Well, since we're uh, we're discussing the downtown area and, and growth that they've uh, encountered there, including a new church, uh, downtown Great Falls, right next to the bar. Oh, it's okay now. You can just move in next to a bar, and it's just fine. Well, in the Montana law, it is uh, there's a grandfather clause in there. So, if you want to build a church next to a bar, you can. It doesn't affect the bar, but like I said, they are concerned about future bars because we need more of them downtown. Yeah, and I think that that's really kind of a, you know, uh, <laughs> very one-sided law there. A uh, little, little discriminatory feels that the churches can be built wherever, but the bars can't. Why? Oh, I, is there, I wonder if there's also legislation about being near schools and stuff. And We shouldn't be able to build churches near schools, I agree. Well, maybe we're talking from a very privileged position because all of our bars are tamed. It's not like... Uh, um, like the Lido here, that used to be a wild biker bar. I remember going there when I was a kid. <laughs> when you were a kid. <laughs> yeah, one, one of my favorite pastime memories from childhood, hanging out at the Lido. Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, we had the mini house downtown. We had the caboose bar. And uh, fun uh, story, I actually lived in the house the caboose bar formerly was. Um, also wow. a pretty wild place. It, <laughs> and... Uh, but bars used to be a pretty wild place of violence, debauchery in general, but now they're just, uh, they're all tame. They're calm. They're, there's no real dangerous bar. No. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just for too small of a grand community of drinkers or whatever, but anytime I go into the bars I normally would, it's just the same people I normally would see there. And, you know, they all, at least somebody knows me in there. It, so it's not like it's... Norm! You know, just some random violent offender comes in and starts cracking people in the face. It doesn't happen very often. No, like I said we've we've tamed the bars. Uh, even in rural Montana, um, I live in a rural town, and it's uh, there's two bars in the town that I live. Not one, one post office, two bars. It's a good ratio there. It means it's technically a town. You got your post office. How many and, churches? Uh, one might be closed, so I think there's only one. Is how close are these to the school? Well, it's on the same street. Okay, so I... Within a block. I see. So next door to the school is the bar or across the street? 
Oh, it's further down the block. So there's about a block, a city block difference. There's a bookstore in between, maybe a house or two. I can get there and back with lunch, though. Yes, you can go to the bar for lunch. They actually serve lunch at the bar. Yeah. I don't know if the kids do that, but... Probably, if they want a good meal, I'd imagine. Bar food's always good. Get the tacos, the buffet, and whatever. Yeah, you straight up, give me an order of cheese fries. I'll get back to history. And I know people are going to question, in my county, there's still only uh, two confirmed COVID cases, so masks aren't required, we don't have to social distance, there's no crowd limit, as if that would be an issue. You guys put them in the barn? But yeah, we handle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we isolated them all right. <laughs> don't worry, that won't be... <laughs> not going to be going nowhere. But yeah, so two bars, and they're just on the... Uh, they're. About half a block away from each other. Different blocks, both in half a block. One's at the end of a block. One's at the beginning. It's, uh, but that's sort of the town hall since we, uh, the town hall's never open. Well, yeah, good idea. Yeah, I wonder if you could go down there for school lunch. Anyway. <laughs> we'll get, yeah, we'll find out later. You know, we'll put on a list of things to check out. Going, going further on here, what are, we, what are we getting at here? Oh, we got a uh, new guy that wants to be the mayor of Missoula. Another refugee. And we were going to catch up with Wilmont Collins. He is uh, still the Missoula mayor, still hopeful to be our senator. Haven't heard much news from him, but that might be good. No news is good news. He hasn't uh, he hasn't uh, <laughs> rear-ended anybody else in Helena. Oh, good. Uh, although I believe they handled oh, that. Oh, Wilmont. Wilmont uh, Road Rage Collins, there you <laughs> got to call him. Well, we'll Wilmont free, Freewheel Burden. Freewheel free Wilmot, we'll call him. <laughs> well, uh, this guy is a uh, he's a veteran refugee. Um, Jacob Elder wants to be the next Missoula mayor, which you know haven't uh, haven't talked to Engen directly, but I don't know what his stranglehold is on Missoula. But every crackpot plan that he comes up with, uh, somehow the city council is like, ah, oh, it's good a job, great idea, and then does a slow clap, pretty much. So they're. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, standing ovation. Good job. Yeah, that's wild. But you know, and if it works in Helena and they're able to pull it in, maybe here they'll be able to. So I'm wondering, Helena, did they take a just a abundance of Liberian refugees during uh, the early 2000s <laughs> or 90s? Went out in force, everybody, and uh, you know, everyone else just who didn't pay attention voted for them too because the name just seems like it could be a refugee or just an old white guy. <laughs> Well, he does have a regular name, he doesn't, uh, but they really embraced American culture, like Wilmot, he's all about country. We made the Daily Show with Wilmot's country and horse riding. Really? Yes, he was on with that uh, one uh, black guy over there in the Daily Show, back when you could get together and have shows. Oh, Roy Wood Jr.? Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, yeah, um, that's cool that he's into that. Um, yeah, Roy tried to sing rap to him and... Wilmot's like, what are you doing? It's just not into it, man. It's not, it's uh, likes not his country thing. music and just blew Roy's. Montana's different. We, I mean, maybe we, uh, one, we got a lot of uh, people from New Orleans. Uh, I noticed, especially Billings, where I was living at the time. Mm -hmm. After that, a lot of them got yeah. relocated here. And In, that was. After Katrina, I remember we got a couple of kids at uh, high school who came from down south there. And, yeah. Hung out, you know, they became popular like immediately. Well, good. Ingrained. Ingrained, and uh, I mean, well, them, I mean, being displaced like that, why shouldn't they get to enjoy the Montana dream? Oh, Not exactly. just the American. Everyone one. immediately was like, cool, guys. Hey, what's up? Let's hang out. And like, 
Yeah. You know, made them feel at home, I would say. Now. Oh, good. But, uh, you know, where was I whipping that back around to? But, yeah, no, uh, he doesn't need to be into rap music or anything. Oh, well, he's not. He's in the country exactly. and rides horses. That's even more about it, Montana. It blew Roy Wood's mind that he's like, Straight so what, up. did you just go knock on white people's doors and ask for their vote? He's like, well, yeah, that's exactly what I did. And it's how you get <laughs> votes, man. It's how it works. Uh, Montana doesn't care that you're black. We're happy you're here. Tell me what you're about, you know. Exactly. Well, he won and hoped to be the next senator and uh, I mean, elder. I would also. be amazed and happy if, uh, you know, or any time a representative reaches out to you for a vote. Like, that's flattering. Yeah, so he uh, was a kid in the uh, when the Liberian Civil Wars broke out. Came, um, I believe it was the Marines he served in and deployed. So, actual deployed veteran. Thank you for your service. And uh, now it's hoping to be Missoula mayor, and given the uh, who he's going up against, I mean, I, I'm all for it. I don't get a vote in Missoula anymore. I don't know who this moved, other guy but is, but... Engen, the, uh, the big guy that... All I can think of is InGen from Jurassic Park, and they were bad, so... Yeah, he's just as good. So, <laughs> well, and he's been the mayor for a long time, and... All I need to know. We're, we're anti-career politicians, and the new guy... Term limits! Elder... Obviously, my career politician is hoping to bring change to Missoula. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's there, there too. Yes, <laughs> any day now. Uh, change. Well, uh, it's coming. It's coming <laughs> to Missoula as well. Well, one of the things they did with the change, the city council approved plan brought forth by the mayor, they closed all the bathrooms because they had bathrooms like at Karis Park and in a few other places. Yeah. Um, and second, uh, they. To my irritation, did not open the splash decks this summer. COVID, you know. Well, yeah, I should. Although, with all the chlorine they put in there, I think we'd be okay. No, it's just like the proximity to other people. Well, it's in a park. Yeah, but other kids are going to congregate at the splash area. Yeah, we go, I understand. Um, (laughs) You know, and then, like, all of a sudden, that's like, oh, no, look. COVID, you too. (laughs) This is further down on the list. But they, uh, one, are not reopening the bathrooms. They are have installed porta potties everywhere. And every, especially the downtowns one, like in the Karis Park area, are absolutely trashed all the time. It's literally a mound in there. And <laughs> oh. it's, it's awful. And they decided this was a more sanitary solution rather than the so bathrooms. So we'll just close it and then. Yeah, bathrooms closed. And now, since so now, kids are going to be kids and play with the porta potty and try to tip it over, there's porta potties now instead. Yes. Oh no, it's never a good idea. That's exactly what they're doing. It's always going to, without fail, every time. Well, now they're Put spending it anywhere near a skateboard group. Let me get the seventy thousand dollars for Porsche porta potty shelters. So a little structure to put the porta potty in, so it can't be knocked over. You mean a gazebo? Yeah. $70,000 for this, which is interesting. Uh, somebody should look into where these funds are going, because if you handle your own bathrooms, that comes out of the cities and parks budget. You have a guy whose job it is to go clean those things. But porta potties are outsourced to private companies, as well as the construction for said structure going around it. So it'd be interesting to know why they thought this was a good idea. Yeah, whose uncle runs a uh, gazebo for porta potties business, you know? It's his last name, Engen. That's <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, we shouldn't shout accusations like that. But <laughs> these uh, are these are questions. I'm just asking questions. I'm just uh, asking questions. Oh no, no, <laughs> and it'll be the standard thing. I was like, we needed it done so quickly, we couldn't take bids. <laughs> we just need to. Hey, I just knew a guy. We needed it done now. You know. All right, well, <laughs> let's move on to our political mads. We have made the big time. The New York mads uh, says our greatest cultural export from Montana is a name campaign ad. <laughs> no way. Yes, it is. And I I get it. They're, they're annoying. Um, and oh, they're... immediately on here they have the Kathleen Williams. I love that they like put a little black mark over her face because like, we can't use a picture of Kathleen Williams still. Well, she's a woman. That's... Well, no, it's just they can't. They we're not paying royal. The failing New York Times doesn't want to pay money to Kathleen Williams. She lost her race. Well, might win this next one. We'll see. But she uh, is also on the flip side of it. It's asking the questions of why every Montana political ad has you uh, looking like a rancher with a hat, and always look at uh, me. There's always I a gun it. involved, and there's always a truck. Look at me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take your guns here. Look at me. I've got enough of my own guns. <laughs> My guns, I like better than yours. Which works great. Uh, Watch me shoot this TV. <laughs> or drones, the guy that shot down the drones. I, uh, he was from Montana, too, he, wasn't he? was, he was. Who was that? Was that Rosendale? It's, I don't recall. I'd have to I'd have to look it up. I want to. Oh. No, it was the guy with the high voice. Nah. Was it? Who shot the drone? Which, on top, also hilarious because that's a federal crime. You cannot shoot drones. The FAA makes no distinction between drone and actual aircraft. You might as well have shot at a 747 leaving the airport. So, like, <laughs> that man committing a crime, vote for me. So I feel about probably their drones. <laughs> so, yes, uh, quite inane. And it also goes on to talk about our culture and how... I guess most places, other places, aren't proud of where they are. I mean, some people ironically wore New York shirts. Uh, was that still a thing? Do people still wear New York sweatshirts? Maybe that was just after 9-11 because we were solid as a country. But it's... I thought it was a brand for the longest time, like NYC. I love NYC. Oh, I'm sure I, somebody I, I had heart, the copyright on it. I heard in, in New York because there was that New York, or was it New York Minute? The Olsen twins and uh, Eugene Levy. Ah, yeah. Remember, he I was remember. like the truancy officer, and he's like, you know what, I nope, I don't care what other duties I have. I need to catch these two twins in the act of, um, you know, being truant. So, it, at great lengths and expenses to the city of New York, uh, Eugene Levy went to catch these two girls. And in the end, I think they got away with it anyway, so. Of course. Probably. Coming of age tale, I imagine. So. The best, you know, and then they became elves and ran a clothing empire. So, so it uh, discusses why um, Montanans have so much pride in Montana, and I can see why the failing New York Times wouldn't understand uh, liking the state that you live in. They, they're not about it. They don't get us. No. Everything I know about New York sucks. But <laughs> It's uh, New York City. You know, it doesn't, it's... Not that it sucks you, because, like, my family is from back in New York, and uh, they're, man, it's a different breed of people, man. It's uh, much like the same where uh, Montanans are, you know, oh, you think you're going to tell us what to do, do you? Well, I got news for you. I'm voting Wilmot Collins in, you know, and uh, 
but over there, it's very much of like I'll give you. I think I might have even talked about this in the past, but at one point I was walking near Central Park with my relatives from back there, and I kicked this cup that was on the ground, not realizing it into the woman in front of me, into her feet, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am." Uh, and she's like, oh, that's okay. And then she went a step further and said, you know, the right thing to do would have been to have pick it, picked that up and thrown it away. And at this point, she said it, but she waited until we were like at least five uh, paces past that to like guilt me about it. And my uncle from back there uh, turns around and said, yeah, I didn't see you go pick it up either. <laughs> she's like, what? Uh, you're, uh, yeah, you're right there. Like, yeah. Yeah, so why don't you go pick it up before you start telling him to? And and she buckled. And yeah, now that's when the cup was left. What, what's the fate of the cup here? It was straight. I, if, <laughs> I, I, I imagine somebody picked it up eventually. But <laughs> it's somebody's job. It's, either it's way, union. you can't take that away. Well, from and him. that's just it, man. He was railroad union back east, so for him it was. Uh, I'm not on shift. Somebody else is going to pick it up. <laughs> uh, New York. But, yeah, they don't understand pride in the state, which, I don't know, being from New York. Well, for them, I think they might. Yeah, New York might, but Alabama, I I don't see any Alabama sweatshirts around. I I heart Alabama. New York Times, can we even use them to represent the state of New York? Are they the one owned by that Bezos, uh, Amazon guy? No, are they on the... Or is that Washington Post? Yeah, I think this one Mr. Soros owns. Oh. As well. As well. Along with other entities. We don't need to get into that not again. No. Uh, yeah. Um, Sorry. You know, a check has never shown up in the mail for us. So, <laughs> Soros, uh, I mean, we're going to have to start collecting interest. I'm sure it's in an account somewhere. It's in a Swiss bank. We don't know. Yeah. It's waiting for us. So, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, the next thing on our docket is a Washington Post article. Well, I'm sure the Fox News talked about it as well. Um, uh, No, I'm talking about how Montana's could... uh, Democrats' biggest catch could be Montana. Um, Once again, places that aren't here not understanding us, uh, because I imagine we'll do something similar to what we've always done. Democrat mayor, possibly. I don't know, I'm just not excited about the lieutenant. Well, the mayor... Or no, not the mayor, the the governor. What about the big spots, though? Yeah, Bullock's going for Senate. But what about about that guy from Maryland? Maryland? Oh, Maryland Matt? Yeah, Maryland Matt. Well, he's not running this time, right? No, he is. I'm pretty certain. Oh, Rosendale, yes. You know, for somebody whose job is to keep track of these things, or well, we're just two guys with a microphone and a website. Yeah, so we, like, that's all it takes. Now serving ads, so make sure to click that as many times as you feel like. Uh, Google it, AdSense yeah. is on our side here. Yeah, we're all about it. You know. Time to make this into a cash cow. Yeah, the more you click, the more it'll get better. So the Washington Post thinks the Democrats are going to spend a lot of time and money trying to capture all of Montana, but uh, I think it will be some rendition of the same version of events we've seen. We'll split the the House and Senate as we do, and then we will, you know, you know, Governor could go either way. It could be well. I will tell you that could be Gianforte this time. The one thing I did see that I will say I, I think is just a little. It just, I don't know, it just shows like a poor strategy, I guess, would be the best wording. Uh, I got Bullock ads. For some reason, one of us, I think, is registered to receive mail from the Republican side and the Democrat side in this household. So I get mail from both, like, opposing viewpoints all the time. Equally, it's like they 
uh, like the ad company is working for both of them. And it's like, okay, what do you got? What? And well, know, they get paid per piece of mail, me, probably. So. Let me do the opposite. And then, yeah, it's just a straight up one company. Uh, that'd be hilarious to look into. I bet you it's one company that just, or there's probably a back end connection to like, what are you guys doing your mailer on? And so I can say the exact opposite on mine. But in this one, though, it was funny, is the one for Bullock. Uh, the one for Steve Bullock specifically was all vote for Bullock. But the one for the Republican side wasn't. Vote for Gene Forte, who's running against Bullock. It was... No, Bullock's running for Senate. Gene Forte's running for mayor. No, he's not. not mayor, uh, governor. Really? Yes. Bullock wants to be our senator, because well, he's termed out of the governor. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's wants... right, he's running against Danes. Okay, so... <laughs> Got all my players mixed up here. So, yeah, instead of the Republican mailer saying, vote Danes, though... It said, "Vote no on Bullock." Vote no on Bullock. I've <laughs> all I can think is like, what? How many people are going to take that and just think, "Well, what?" I uh, didn't think he was a law. A law? Is this a uh, <laughs> referendum? Any, is this... Anyone but that to me says pick anybody but him. So like, so I don't know. It's <laughs> the fact that we couldn't remember off the top of our head who was running for governor on the Democrats. Might be a good indication of who's going to win that race. Uh, Greg the Body, um, you know, I'm not necessarily excited about it. Who's he running against? Uh, Mike Cooney, the uh, current lieutenant governor. Oh, yeah, no, he's got to get out there and get uh, some memes running. Uh, somebody, he's just got some weird, wacky hair. And Does he? Yeah. He use that. Oh. Uh, it's no. obviously a comb over. He, uh... He's got nothing in the middle and he combs it over. It's, you know, embrace it like uh, Greg did. Embrace it. We've got two Jesse Ventura guys up there that look alike. So you know, can... he better hit up Taco Johns with Senator Tester if he wants to win this. Well, it's the, it's the only way. Hit up the uh, Browning Taco Johns. Uh, I wonder if they're still open. I love the Browning Taco Johns. It's one of three places to eat there. The casino's closed, so that's out of the question. Oh, no. Yep, casino's closed. Uh, Taco, well, of course, last I knew, Browning was still closed, so you can't visit at the moment. But that apparently doesn't stop anybody. So <laughs> you got to enforce it. If you're going to close your border, you have to enforce it, sort of like uh, Pine Ridge Reservation did with South Dakota. And they're generally at arms with that gnome lady or whoever their governor is. I don't know who their governor is. It's... Casey Noem, that, that lady, I think. Um, so they're at odds with them with, like, well, we have the authority to close our own borders, and then South Dakota governor is like, mm, uh, yeah, we're white, so that's not how this works. And, and they bring out the cops, and then it's a deal. And yeah, now I spent some time over there. I know what you mean. Yeah, so um, what I'm saying is they got to enforce it, and there was no enforcement. There was a sign that uh, wasn't big enough to read while driving by it telling you how they're closed. And that was it. And I, I drove through Browning. This was a couple uh, about a month ago. Drove through it, but I obey laws and what the tribe says to say we're closed. So I just drove through it. But nobody else does. There's campers everywhere. Washington plates, Nebraska. Ah, it's go home, everyone. Glaciers not open. Well, um, winter is coming, so maybe they'll give us a reprieve. And I'm hoping, actually, I. I don't know. Tourism season definitely upkicked the virus here. But with them leaving and uh, leaving the virus here, I don't know if we're going to see the decline I would have liked to. But 
It's going to be a difficult fall, I think. Jeez. Well, let's keep going. Yeah. Huh? We'll uh, leave the Washington Post. Uh, something about small town growth. It's uh, KRTV discussing again how they can facilitate that in a uh, particularly dying environment, which is... So, like, imposing change. Imposing change. Yeah. Like, you're like an aquatics uh, facility. Oh, yeah, you guys got one of that. Yeah, we're getting a pool! Um, wasn't there concern about... It's inside of a house now. It's going to be great. In a house? Well, no, it's going to... Well, it's a, it's a pool house. Oh, pool house. It's big. It's big. Why didn't we just rebuild the other pool? Because it would have cost a ton. I mean... Like, you really would have. Cost been... more to fix the currently operating pool. Yeah. Is it, or did that get shut down finally? I think, well... The natatorium is what we're referring to. Yeah, I forget the exactly what the reason... Only other public pool in... Because, like, it, it was like the side of the building was crumbling in or something, I believe. And so... Well, the pool's a thing that costs money. The building is... Yeah. You like, knock it down around the pool, and you have an outdoor pool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you make a good point. They should have a great spot. Just be... All right, come on in, everyone, and... Put up a chain link fence. That's it. All right, we're done here. You know, yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with you there. But no, now we're getting a new one because newer is better, it's nicer. But as uh, our commission's pointed out, wait, who's going to pay for this? We got to keep electricity to this place. Yeah, yeah, you have to buy the chlorine. You got to yeah. just money. Water grows on trees now. Uh the race to the bottom. Jeez, this. <laughs> And all I can think is, yeah, you know, there's operational costs, but, you know, we get a pool out of it that people want to use and do. Would be a benefit to the town. Yeah. And guess who's fronting the cost to put it in, it, it sounds like. federal grant or? Uh, yeah, specifically from Elmstrom. Like, this is based off of, like, our presence and proximity to the airbase there and that they would need to use it a lot. Well, that brings up something I haven't seen in this election. We don't know who's going to try to close down Elmstrom. That comes up every single time. Uh, Bullock, he'll shut down Malmstrom for sure. Well, he wants a sales tax. Always bring up the sales tax. Always. Not this time. It's different. Uh, the ads are different. Um, as pointed out by the uh, it wasn't the, the New York Times, uh, there's got to be a truck, cowboy hat, and whatever. Failing. Yeah, failing New York Times. And even um, even that uh, gal, Williams, Williamson. No, Williams, right? Williams. Kathleen? Yeah, Kathleen Williams. Uh, her recent ad features her driving, um, removing a road closed sign. Public access is the thing. And of course, oh. she's got a gun, but she's. Did she shoot the sign? Oh, like, she should she, missed opportunity. I was going to say, you got to shoot the sign off the side of the road until it's gone. Just sit there, just unload the entire magazine on that thing. But she's got a camper on her truck. Recreation, big, big. But it's a Toyota, so I don't, I don't know. Oh, oh big oh. misstep there. You couldn't rent a. Although Toyota is the most domestically made truck, but that's not the point. It doesn't matter who's the money go to, who owns them, who makes, yeah. who calls the shots. And you know it's not even a diesel. But. Yeah, no, it should be at least a Power Stroke or a Duramax, you know. <laughs> at least. A D-Max. Yeah, yeah, missing out on it. Uh, a bunch of missteps were taken. Kathleen Williams. And uh, so another could have rolled coal on the sign, too. Could have. Missed opportunities. Oh, <laughs> uh, and also... Uh, my mom received an ad. She gets a completely different slew of campaign ads than I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, just different flavor set? Like yeah, different they, flavor. They, it's, uh, I wonder if they fine-tune them now. Like, so, like, they'll say... Per region. You know, like, so. they'll just, they're getting Facebook metadata. And they're like, all right, people in this household are into this kind of stuff. We'll, uh, 
hit him with this, you know. My brother-in-law's an anime. We're going to hit him with an anime ad for Gene Forte. <laughs> no, it was, uh, hers was a menacing Bernie Sanders being the puppet master for Williams. Because Sanders <laughs> is uh, relevant to Montana. <laughs> the, the senator they also put AOC in there, too. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember I got one of those for the last election set. Uh, it had, what is it? Uh, who's the other big guy on, on the left? Right below Pelosi. Chuck uh, uh, Schumer. Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer, yeah. It had Schumer there with the, with his nose that just was twice the size of his head. Oh, my goodness. And like, I wonder why they did that right? illustration. Like, it's just strange that, you know, I mean, they kept out the yarmulke, but I mean, they got that nose in there. And, uh, you know, they had, I believe, Bernie in there and Pelosi, and they had AOC. And every time they show AOC, it's always the same picture, and it's like they... Enlarge the eyes for whatever reason. Like, look how crazy and menacing this woman is. The 28-year-old former bartender is yes, this, uh, biggest force for... Yeah, representative for a state that's on the other side of the country from us. Yeah, She's going to mess it all up for you. The, the point I've made is I've, I've seen the, we got to stop AOC. I was like, well, why don't you move over there and, and uh, register? <laughs> yeah, get it and done. And... Uh, or, New York needs you, needs you, Republicans right. in Montana. <laughs> I mean, if you're there, I mean, you could even run against her. Right? Straight up. Unlimited options here. Cut the snake's head off there, you know? Yeah, handle people that... Uh, no, Sanders did come to Montana, I think, uh, just the once, though. He had a campaign rally in 2016 in Missoula. I think he stopped, did he? Or did he come twice? No, I think he stopped in Billings, too, on his way. Oh, well, Earlier I mean, that's still only one trip. You may not have, though. No, I, I, I did go to the, uh, had to see what it's about, so I went to that rally in Missoula in 2016, was it? 2015. Oh, it was wild. Really? Yeah, people could be next to each other. It was such a different time. There was, was no there? mask to be seen, no social distancing. Was yeah. Antifa there? Um, no, no, I did not see. Really? Yeah. You are get out. Get out. Get so out. we... Antifa uh, didn't show up? Antifa. Did they try and kill anyone? Was this before the age of Antifa? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they've always been under wraps here. It's just they've come out in public eye. Yeah, they uh, they did. They've I mean, been training for centuries. Centuries now. I, I thought. Uh, Maybe not. Who knows? It's hard to keep track. It's sort of the boogeyman for the right. It uh, used to be... Uh, I thought they were uh, the Sith Order underneath the Clintons. Yeah, so no Antifa went pretty well. I mean, I, I saw his speech, and, you know, I it was the same speech. I mean, I could have just watched it on YouTube for many of his other speeches, was the same one. People get excited. Lo-fi Bernie is the best. Yeah, <laughs> lo-fi. Eight hours of Ber- <laughs> eight hours of Bernie filibuster <laughs> with lo-fi music in the background. It's available on YouTube, and it's, it's improve your day. Absolutely, hundred percent. Get it. But uh, the Bernie filibuster was. He's had a number of them, but other guys just go. Well, I'm going to read the Constitution for my filibuster. But the entire time he's doing his Bernie thing. You know, I don't want this country where new wealth is, or whatever he says. It's all right off the, the top, top of his 1% head. The top 1% And he just keeps going. And it's just like, man, oh, God, can you imagine being his kid and forgetting your homework at school? <laughs> Good God. Dad, can I, the school's still open for another five minutes. You just be quiet and drive me there. Uh, no, no, no. You, you, you do this every weekend. Every weekend, you, you need to bring your history home in your math book. Whenever your math book comes home, it's to, your history is the only one. Maybe he does the finger wave. He's... You know, I, 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 what's the point? What's the point of me even go, doing all the trouble for this, you know? And he starts just mixing up his words and then not even talking. So, 
we're off the rails. We'll get on the rails in a minute, but <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> but for, I, I think he's going to retire soon. This is, might be his last term. Yeah, he's in his eighties. Yeah, he's, he's up ready there. to. He wants to go hang out at his second house. And you know, or third house, his third million dollar mansion. Does his, he have a third one? I thought these. Well, he's were, got the DC house. He's got the vacation home, and he's got his Vermont. Assumedly, home. he'll get rid of the DC one when he retires, right? And then, yeah, he'll just go back and forth between the two, hang out with the grandkids when he goes home to Vermont, and then he'll go to the vacation home when it gets cold, because you know I don't want to hang out in the cold anymore, and you know <laughs> he'll drive his Audi to the loafing truck down the street. Uh, typical Bernie, but yeah, last time... And I remember that. He got an, the, I think it was an Audi 300 or something. It wasn't him. Like, was it? No, it wasn't. Oh. It was... You just, know, just some poor other old guy. <laughs> that guy with the, with the shirt that says, I'm not really Bernie? Yeah, that's the guy. So, <laughs> it wasn't really him, unfortunate. But, yeah, retiring. Um, Anyway, back to Montana and on the rails, because rail is on the list again. There was a rail summit. It was a... Uh, I did jump into the Zoom meeting to see what was going on with the Rail Summit, and the parts that I saw were um, them complaining about Montana legislature, because typically the Montana legislature has the authority to take this up, but one, they're not meeting this year, and two, they're going to be too busy arguing What happened about, about eminent domain? Well, they, I mean, it could be done at the local, sure, it's a state authority, it's a statewide authority. Well, I thought that the eminent domain is like a federal, uh, well, like basically we, federal uh, Right. Leverage that the rail industry has, no matter what, of like we need to lay our rail, get out of the way. But there's no rails to be laid. I thought that this is about dedicated, or is this about using existing rail for it, dedicated? Existing, and I'm not clear whether they're going to cooperate with Amtrak. Oh, I see where this own. is going to come into red tape then, though, because you're going to see. Okay, well, hold up there. If you're going to use this as a dedicated rail that we can't touch. You're going to have Union Pacific. You're going to have BNSF. You're going to have a lot of people. Running. Montana Rail Link. You got Montana Rail. I don't Link. even know who's in charge of the rails. You're going to have a Montana. lot of people that use it because it is a transitory path in between two. I believe that they will haul stuff because um, you know we do have on occasion uh, locomotives that come in. I've seen that I know are not from around here, and uh, that kind of stuff can get here. On that specific set of rail, then, if that's the case. So I can see those companies throwing a fit about that. Well, well, they can, well, it won't be a dedicated rail. I mean, just like Amtrak does today. I mean, Amtrak does operate their own rails in southern areas where there's the population to justify it. But here in Montana, Amtrak just rides a BNSF line on the High Line. Uh, I think they closed down Shelby, though. So Shelby, Amtrak is, I could be wrong about that. They closed one of those. Those no, Amtrak hubs. We should up open there. another one here, but that's the thing is they don't well, open them up, up well, around here a lot because. Well, I wish it would come down south to take people not, where they want to go. They're not allowed to really use it up here that much because it's got to keep going in order to hit its stops and stuff, you'd think. But um, to a point, BNSF's like, you know, oil or coal cars are going to take precedence at some point. Like, they're not going to hold up well, uh, an oil. Well, they do. Well, I mean, it's oil. I mean, it's not time imperative. It can get there when it gets there. It's sort of uh, the rule. If it's rail, if you got time, it's rail. From what I've heard, um, or, you know, this is just from what I've seen on uh, rail line stuff. I've looked up on the internet and stuff, but it seems like uh, because of what it is and value, and then on top of that, um, just... It being flammable, too, on top of that, they don't stop it. 
They keep Can't stop the train. So huh. if it's a hot, like, I think it was called a hot car is what they refer to it as. Let me look it up because I'm interested in that now. I know that I remember listening to an NPR thing where there was, it, there was a derailment that happened that caused a huge uh, explosion. And that's the thing that everyone really pushes the pipeline for is because, yeah, the pipeline could have a leak. But the thing is, they're going to find that leak pretty quick. Usually, you know, it's the thing is, and like the oil company doesn't want to lose that because that's profit on like on the ground so well it's another thing for pipeline uh the pipelines we have and there is thousands upon thousands of miles of pipeline um that nobody's even aware of it's there and stuff that was built in the 50s 60s and and on before we had good standards mm -hmm. even to uh rebuild those is a whole new permit process and etc but some of these big pipelines that we wanted to put in would be replacing these smaller and antiquated pipelines with something modern that has modern safety measures in it so another, ah, I don't want to be one of the pipeline folks, but a plus for a pipeline in maybe that regard. It is. But, but also maybe don't put them through Indian graveyards. It, it's well, just yeah, bad. No, thing. I mean, there's lots of things about a pipeline. Yeah, the like, reservation doesn't want the pipeline there. You put it somewhere go else. Go around, simple. man. Like, pay the other people. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, we have to be, do the American thing and just sort of stick it to them all we can. Yeah, it's a sad deal. But, you know... From what I've seen, like if you ever just look up oil derailments, and gee, I mean, you got to think about this too. And I brought this up before: is that if you have an oil spill in any kind of area from a pipeline, like yeah, it becomes like a basically a hazmat area there, or what is it a, called a super fun zone or whatever? But right. You got like you know, environmental agencies get involved with that shit like quick there. What happens if you have a derailment in Billings of an oil car? It's uh, unfortunate for Billings. But on the road. like That could happen. Monday the, morning. Okay, like You think that shit's going like, to get all swept up clean quick? Yeah. Tea? No. <laughs> yeah. Get it out of the way. We got to open this thing up. I agree with you that transporting by rail is maybe safer by tr than by truck, but... By far less safe than pipeline. Yeah. Per gallon. We'll maybe make that metric. So, yeah, the uh, <laughs> uh, buildings bring that up. Well, it's, uh, so the rail authority, getting back to that, um, it is a cooperation of counties. Not every county that's actually on the trail line is fully signed on yet, but there's real traction. And this is headed by Missoula or one of the city commissioners in Missoula. Uh, not in Ginn. He's not in. Doesn't have his claws in this yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. But it's uh, picking up steam, and it, and it might actually work out. And it would be uh, nice to have a southern route there, if they can pull it off. That's but cool. I imagine at some point this will need to be taken up at the state oh, level. I'd love to see more trains around here. And, and more passenger trains? It's an uh, era that we sort of shut down. Yeah, we really ignored it, and it's a shame because, like, as far as, like, mass travel, and if you're just looking to get from one spot to another... That's the way to go, you know. I'm sorry. I just, it freaks me out to go in the air still. I don't like planes. I know statistics and all, but still. Uh, well, especially nowadays. Man, my that is really high up still. I, there's no getting around that for me. Anyways, moving on here. All Tent right. City. Tent City. We're uh, they're trying to do something about it in Missoula. Like, you're going to have a clan crew come through? Or like, are they like, like well, we're getting rid of Tent City? <laughs> Both. They're pulling out of Great Falls. Uh, well, just a Great Falls, I guess, from back when they had people 
sleeping outside of the public library. Remember that? People got angry. Oh, yeah. God, can you be homeless somewhere else, please? Like, Not next to our library. Is that why they did away with the fountain? Why do you have... Were they bathing in the fountain? Can we, well, that no, they still have the little, like, trickling water thing there, I believe. But still, either way, it's just like, ah. You know, could you not sleep in front of the... In front of a building that I never go into, it's really an eyesore. Be impoverished somewhere else. Yeah, not Seriously. in front of the building I never use. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that no one ever uses, but the homeless, ironically. So, yeah, which also a shame because our great Falls Public Library is awesome. Yeah, I uh, did enjoy it when I lived here. It was amazing. I like taking the kids there. Yeah, they, uh, there, there's something about it. They've got that little play area that has Legos and stuff. And we had Legos at home, but for some reason the kids just love that specific Lego area. Yeah. It's the place to be. It's the environment. It's a vibe. A quiet vibe. It's nice. Yeah, so they're uh, looking to clean it up, and there is concerns for winter. And if you look at what sort of resources are available in Missoula for the homeless, it's a lot of small nonprofits that are taken up. There's the Pavarello Center. But as far as sort of what sort of resources are available, the people that actually that want help to be not homeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great Falls, but for your Great Falls Rescue Mission, is a far better setup than a Missoula, I think. Um, the Pavarello Center is about a quarter of the size of the rescue mission here. Um, which is important because I think this is the only homeless shelter within, what, 150 miles or so? So it covers everything up to the High Line, Shelby, Haver, that area. That's why we see so much disdain for around here, I guess. Because, uh, <laughs> they, 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 they congregate here, clearly. But no, that's uh, that's awesome. I didn't realize we had such a nice one here. Yeah, and they're doing impressive. I mean, they just so they just bought the building to the other side of the uh, former crackhead apartments. Yeah, they've bought a lot of... Like, do they buy the crackhead apartments, too? Probably. I don't know, man. I haven't been down in that area for like at least a couple months. Yeah. But... People not in Great Falls, the rescue mission was formerly just one building, just a little bit off of downtown, a block from uh-huh. the bus stop, yeah, conveniently from the bus there's no more bus stops. It's not manned anymore. Hmm. They shut it down. Oh. So, I mean, people still come and go, but, like, there's not a lady handing tickets out or anything anymore. There's a kiosk? Um, yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, that's all you need is a kiosk. That's it. And I guess do, it was a... Do it yourself. Here you go. For it. But, yeah, they used to have that just that one building. It was just a men's shelter. And then they uh, expanded a little bit down the block and bought the building across the street and made the women's and family shelter. And now they have built a building, which was the uh, sort of the uh, niche. What was that business that was in there? Bought some stuff there. They're like REI, but even more upscale, even more overpriced, like Big Sky Wilderness or something. They bought the building from them. Oh, they were like a sports outfit or something? You mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm not well, sure. obviously not there anymore because they're... Yeah, I can't recall, but I think I remember now what you're talking about. It's a really nice looking building, too. Yeah. And I'd, I'd have to look it up, but I believe they also bought the apartments that were in between the main shelter and the building they just built. Mm-hmm. Which is good, because that's been a... Uh, that area's sort of been a blight for a long time. It was apartments with a uh, single bathroom, for those that aren't familiar with it and have not spent nights there. Anyway... <laughs> Moving on. A different time. Where were we? Uh, Billings bus driver. Ah, that guy. 28 felonies and a DUI. Damn it, you idiot. They're going to throw a book at your face, and it's well-deserved. Well-deserved. And apparently, uh, this was a a Billings thing, because the last incident we have of a bus driver getting a DUI was also in Billings. Bus driver actually ran over somebody. What? Ran over a student. A student, even. Jesus Christ. Broke her leg. He stopped, got out, and looked, and was like, ah. Then... 
left, like, with the bus, full of other children. <laughs> She's a goner. Forget about her kids. Come on. Yeah. Well, good God. Get it together, Billings. But I thought we would uh, take this time to discuss busing, because smaller towns mostly handle busing on their own. Like, the town that I live in, it's, you know, the town's school busing system handled Indeed. by the school. Well, this is going to get straight back into uh, the long-standing, who's going to pay for it? And, uh, you know, I mean, it seems like it's similar to the same cost, whether you do it yourself Listen, or pay somebody else. Do we need a levy for this? Because if it's a levy, you know that we're all going to say no. We'd probably save money because we wouldn't be doing it for profit if we managed it in house. Yeah, I wonder how much money uh, kicks off to Big Sky Bus Lines for this. Well, quite a, I don't know how they're, they're paid or what the numbers are, but I mean, you're in business to make a profit. They're not doing it as a charity. Well, that's literally the point of that, too. I mean, they have a, a I think they also do some charter lines, too. To like other areas or something. For the know. schools, though. Well, that too. But no, that's that's a different one. That's uh, I forget uh, who they are. I don't know. I see tour buses come through with like the fancy buses are operated by somebody else. Oh, like the the coaches as they call them. Yeah, weird. Uh, so, anyways, um, yeah, uh, you know, you're gonna then you're gonna see people with their water. Hey, that'll cut into. You can't go shutting down businesses and. Like, yeah, well, you know, you guys are essentially want to do that with the school system almost here. So, well, they created the business here for that. Big Sky Bus Lines does operate. I mean, it's not shutting down businesses and it's not affecting the economy. This company would be absorbing essentially. Uh, essentially, what well, we have to buy buses. They, they're a big company, so they just take their buses somewhere else. This is just one of many contracts for Big Sky Bus Lines. Oh, really? I didn't yes. realize. Okay. Well, yeah, but every, uh, I mean, you know, maybe somebody can explain why a small town can apparently effectively manage their own busing system, but Billings does it, um, obviously, a private bus, uh, or is that first student? I forget which company that first was. First student. First student, and uh, Helena also has a private bus system. Obviously, Great Falls does. Yeah. I'd have to look up Missoula and Bozeman, as if they, uh... anyway, uh, <laughs> so... Maybe that's uh, worthy of a discussion when we learn more here. Yeah, either way, man, you dumbass. All I could say. I mean, they, they pay him, what, $15 an hour? Who knows, man? But, like, it's not a hard job. Uh, not hard, but that many children? That'd probably drive me to drink. But Just wait. And, of course, they're understaffed. I mean, usually it's just the driver. I know, but, like, Christ, don't you, like, clock out at noon anyways? Like, for <laughs> God's sakes, man. No, yeah, maybe that's it. It was drinking between his... Ugh. Clocked out at noon and then got back to drinking. <laughs> well, they uh, Shame. Great Falls recently uh, had some trouble with uh, the busing, not specifically as a fault of uh, Big Sky bus lines, but you know, behavior and drivers not being equipped to drive a bus while supervising thirty plus children. Uh, perhaps the uh, district should put somebody else on there. That's something we discussed in a previous cast. Yeah, you know, they need to look into that for sure. So, well, moving on here, we got porta potties. Oh uh, yeah, well, we already covered porta potties, I think. Yeah, I guess we did. Yeah. So that's uh, basically it there. Yeah, back to business here just to close her out. Um, you're probably already listening to this, but our website is montanavoicespodcast.com. Our email address, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you'd like to be on the cast, we'd love to have you all. Uh, montanavoices at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is going to be at Montana underscore voices. Facebook account is at Montana Voices Podcast. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube. Just search for Montana Voices Podcast. Also, Rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, you're a real one. We love you. 